Welcome back to Corinth in your car. Uh, we're here, the same guys as usual, Josh, Luke, and Adam, and it's a new month. Um, but you're here with us again, like usual, for many of you. Once again, we just do want to say welcome if you're newer with us. Our general routine is to just have a little bit of fun, check in a little bit about how our weeks are going, talk about the message that was preached on Sunday, and then wrap up with a game. We're usually here about an hour, and glad you're with us. So let's do that. Luke, Adam, how is your week? I know it's cold outside. It got cold. So Luke, you're wearing like a North Face coat right now. And I'm inside. And you're inside, (laughs) and the heater's on. (laughs) Are you from Texas? I'm from Texas, <laughs> and I absolutely hate everything about cold weather. Um, this isn't that bad. It's well, not. it's not. Yeah, there was frost so, on the grass this morning, though. That but, was cool. But I feel like I feel like a a thirty six degree morning. It was thirty. Okay, yeah, it was so, thirty. So I yeah, feel it was like below 30, freezing. Yeah, I feel like a thirty degree morning at the beginning of fall. Is very different than a thirty degree morning in the middle of winter. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true because so, you're so just not acclimated like, to it at all. Right. Yeah. So for me, it's like, oof, this is this is freezing because it so happened cold. so fast. Yeah, cool. Like it was it was the day of Halloween and it just dropped so yeah. fast. Yeah. It was eighty degrees on Sunday. Yeah, well, that's um, eighty three. I, I wore mm-hmm. on yeah. on Tuesday mm-hmm. when it started to get cold. I I put on shorts because yeah. I was like, I know that on Sunday and Monday I was sweating. Yeah, um, and so yeah. I I did shorts and I regretted it. Yeah, Tuesday that was Halloween, and so cool. Uh, Adam, I know Jennifer loves burning fires, right? Uh, yeah. So do you burn, burn a fire? No. Or do you burn wood? Burn a wood. <laughs> <laughs> has she has she lit a fire yet? No. In your, no, 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 in your house. No. So it's not that cold. No. 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 The heater is on, but no. But no. We love we love burning fires, and so I mean, I almost we might tonight. I don't know. Do it just to do it. Do it. Why not? I mean, why not? Those trees fell over in the woods and uh, cut them up. Cut them up and chopped them. So you know. What time? <laughs> what time? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. After dinner, maybe like six thirty. Six thirty. Is it even dark at six thirty? Oh yeah, it's dark at five. It's not dark at <laughs> it's five. Not dark at five. <laughs> Crazy. It yet. will be soon. It though. will be soon. Yeah. But not yet. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, this was a fun question we didn't get to last week. Um, the series we're in is called Searching and just talking about like traveling and going the wrong way. Have you ever got stuck somewhere in traffic or going the wrong way or um, even searching like in the grocery store? I know, Luke, I know like you hate the grocery store, oh, right? the grocery so store. Talk to me about searching a little bit. Um, yeah. I have to call Tristan every time I go to the grocery store. <laughs> and before I knew Tristan and I was in the grocery store myself with nobody to call to help me, um, I just... I just had breakdowns in the middle right. of the aisle. I'm like, want- where, where is this thing? I hate this. Oh, my goodness. I'm here to help. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't like the grocery store at all. I'm here to help. Um, so do you have the Kroger app? Uh, I shop at Walmart. I do have the Walmart app, and they do so find the aisles. So yeah, step, man. step one. Type it in, and they tell you. Stop ex- shopping at Walmart and exactly go to Exactly where it is. Look, the price Publix of, does the same thing. The price Kroger of does the same groceries thing. at Walmart is cheaper. Um, and so I... Uh, I'm sticking there for now, um, but I do know they do tell is, you what the aisles are, though. Where, where they do you can get those L, spaghetti noodles? G two, all that sort of stuff. So, but anyways, I just I just hate the grocery store, regardless of whether I can find things or not. I do know that uh, one of one of the stories that I like to tell is the time that I wasn't necessarily going the wrong way or anything like that. I just was going a way, and I didn't know where I was. I was on a uh, I I ended up stuck in the middle of a lake on oh, a jet yeah. ski. Yeah, yeah. 
um, because I had been out to um, mm-hmm. the lake with my with my pal. His grandparents had a house and they had a boat and jet ski. And so we went out there one weekend. And uh, the next morning, the jet ski needed some gas. And I was like, oh, I'll mm-hmm. take it out. And he's like, are you sure? Like, that you know how to navigate? And I was like, yeah, we were on the lake all day yesterday. <laughs> like, I know exactly where I'm going. The the little boat dock gas station is is right over there. And he's like, all right, man. Uh, so I took it out and I got lost and I was just like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do here. <laughs> so that was pretty scary. Cause yeah. you didn't take your phone or anything with you. No. Right. So that yeah. there's absolutely no way except yelling yeah. at the top of your lungs. Yeah. Just like somebody, where yeah. am I? Yeah. Right. So <laughs> it is. Well, and it is. too, it's not like you had a, a jet ski that was filled with gas. Right. I was, yeah. I was almost out of yeah. gas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was a, it was a quite the day. Yeah, a couple weeks ago in the sermon, Adam, you talked about uh, turning the wrong way in Atlanta. Yeah. That was that was uh, interesting and fun. Uh, you going the for, wrong way for people to hear. Yeah, <laughs> for you to experience. Not I, uh, experience. One of our first years of our marriage, uh, I took Sasha out to the Fox. We saw a show out there, and it was you know dark when we were leaving, and so I turned so like five thirty. Yeah, five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, turned down a street in Atlanta, and. I saw headlights coming at me. It was a one way and I was going the wrong way. Uh-oh. So that was scary. Um, we survived. So there we go. Needless Good. to say. Halloween was this week, Tuesday. Yep. So Luke, what'd you dress up as? Um, <laughs> did you trick or treat? No. Uh, <laughs> no, I did not. I've never been trick or treating in my life. Never. Ever. Um, wow. I grew up in a very traditional home. Okay. Uh, so that was part of the reason. Uh, but another reason was truthfully, even as a kid, it did. It just. It didn't seem fun to me, like to just go out and knock on people's doors and ask for candy. It just didn't seem very fun. Yeah. So my family, we always went mini golfing on Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah. Instead. So it was that, super yeah. fun. Um. So we did not trick or treat last night. In fact, I told uh, the ladies in our office on my way out of the office on Tuesday. I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to do nothing for Halloween because I'm 27 without kids." So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Trist- Tristan and I ended up um going out to the store and. Uh, grabbing some groceries to cook a uh, really, really good chicken parm meal. Right. So that was awesome. Chicky parm. (laughs) That's right. It was delicious. So, Adam, uh, what was Halloween like for you? Uh, We went over to some friend's house and had chili. That sounds like a good night. Yeah, that's it. I was was out in the cold because I have kids, and so we did that thing. Uh, The girls have ballet on Tuesdays, and it was down in Covington. And Covington, actually the town, just had a big event, so we happened to – Kill two birds with one stone. It was already Ooh. there. So nice. Yeah, so they got you this. Candy. I was candy. talking to, talking to my brother. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Edwardsville, Illinois, <laughs> where he lives, they do Halloween two nights every year. Whoa! Did you say, did you say Illinois? Illinois. <laughs> um, they do it the thirtieth and the thirty first. Why? Equal opportunity. Equal man. opportunity. So if you want to, I, I, this is, oh. So they're like, if because some people want their kids to be able to go out and trick or treat and get candy, but they also want to be home to give candy, and so <laughs> and some people just want to go two nights in a row and yeah. get a ton of candy. Yeah, I've always I've always told uh, some of the high school students that they just need to go the day after and knock on doors and be like, "What you got left? You got anything left?" <laughs> well, I know I know you still have some. So oh, how man. was the, how was the square? I didn't mean to interrupt there, but how oh was no, the it was square? fun. Uh, so it was good. Yeah. Uh, there was houses. The, the lines were so long because Covington, there's not really places to park. And so there's houses right off the square. And so people are walking down these yeah. city blocks and then you get to a house and you stand in a line. 
Yeah. For like a couple so, minutes. Well, I imagine Covington, get a piece of candy. Covington on Halloween night already is probably crazy because of the whole vampire. All the vampires. Yeah. 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 So did uh, did Social Goat, were they giving out candy? or <laughs> I didn't go Grill? into Social Goat. No. Mystic Grill, did you go knock on the door and say, can we, we have, have a fried green tomato? Fried chicken yeah. Yeah. Shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits. Can I have that? Or else I'll trick you. Yeah. Yeah. Shrimp and grits or treat. Or, or, <laughs> or trick. trick. Yeah. Trick. trick or shrimp and grits. Yeah. Uh, no, it was fun. Our kids were dressed up like uh, fairy tales. So we had uh, Naya was the fox who ate the gingerbread man. So she had like a little gingerbread uh, cut out. <laughs> With blood all over it or something. <laughs> Dominic uh, was Puss in Boots. Okay. And Rosalie was Little Red Riding Hood. So they were cute, you know. And, and you and Sasha also. Oh, I was Jack and the Beanstalk, That's man. Right. I had vines wrapped around me. So, yeah. Vines. Hey, I had vines wrapped around me. John 15, man, just trying to <laughs> trying to stay right. connected to the vines. And then Red so vines I, or Twizzlers? <laughs> yeah. Red <laughs> vines are actually not bad. I don't. I can't say that I know what they taste like. They're hollow in the middle, so you can use them as a straw if you want. Mm-hmm. You can use Sour Punch straws as straws. Mm. Delicious. Yeah, Sasha was Snow White, so she carried an apple with her. Very so. cool. Yeah, anyway, Halloween was fun. Um, this week in the sermon series, we're, you know, in cert- the, the searching is the name of the series. And this week was all about um, just transformation and uh, the changes, I guess, that needed to take place in life. And that got me thinking about uh, other things that transform, like caterpillars into butterflies, uh-huh. saplings into trees, and little boys into grown men. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the phrase "little boys." Yeah, that it just makes sounds, me. It makes my weird. skin crawl. Young boys, young men Still, into older yeah. men. Yeah, boys to Still, men, like the band. Boys to men. There, there we go. go. There you go. Z yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Take the adjectives off. <laughs> so, what was your worst part about puberty? What did you hate the most, <laughs> oh, <man>. Luke? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'd say probably the voice cracks. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. were they were embarrassing. Yeah. I remember. I remember one. Um, out on the soccer field, it was in the middle of a soccer game, yes. and I was I was in charge. <laughs> I like, trying to yell real loud. I was the team. <laughs> I was the team captain, and so I was leading our little breakout. You know, one, two, three, United, <laughs> and it just like did not work. Belted out the squeakiest little thing that ever came out of my mouth. How old were you though? I was probably I hit it a little late. <laughs> well, no, I, <laughs> I was probably ahead. like thirteen, fourteen. See, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, so I had a similar experience, but it was very. It was much more public. And much later, it was the we had an assembly like the first or second week of school, my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And so um, the public, the, the guest speaker was going down the front row. I'm sitting on the front row uh-huh. and um, he's asking everybody what their name is. And so he's just coming down and coming down. And so. If you've gone through the voice change, you know that you can feel it. Uh-huh. And yeah. so the guy's coming down the road or the row and I'm just like, "Oh no. Oh no. Oh no." And he's and so he goes to my buddy right next to me. He's like, "What's your name?" It's Chad, you know. Like that. <laughs> and then he comes to me and what's and what's your name? And in front of the entire school as a senior. As a senior. <laughs> and it was just like the entire place just erupted and it was just like oh no and and my voice had already it had already 
quote unquote changed at that. You were yeah, a, long, had a the, long changer. You still had maybe. the occasional, but I still had the yeah, occasional. Yeah, just yeah. like and it was just like so humiliating. Yeah, so yeah. that was the worst part. Yeah. That and the bo. Yeah, bo was bad. Bo was really I like bad. I looked back at middle school and I remember uh, getting a buzz cut one time because I thought that was going to look good on me. <laughs> yeah. And, I just looked like a sick patient. I mean, <laughs> it was not it was not attractive uh, in one sense of the word. So I'm I'm glad I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm glad I'm through with that phase. But you won a three point com- competition <laughs> with that haircut. I did. He Eighth won the three yeah, the Ozark Christian College basketball <laughs> camp three point champion right there yeah. with, the buzz, with the buzz cut. <laughs> After. Truthfully, after people saw me, they were so distracted. Is what it was. Yeah, they just couldn't. They couldn't even line up to shoot. They were just looking at John. <laughs> did you wear a? Did you wear a sweatband around your head? Uh, they were all too big, probably. Uh, my, I'm so small. Oh my goodness! All right, uh, let's get into this sermon. Um, yeah, transformation is what God really wants from us. Not transformation. Just, transformation. <laughs> Not just a little tweak. All right, like He's looking to transform us. Yeah. Um, in a really, just a, an incredible way, total transformation. And um, last week we looked at Colossians chapter 1. This week we were in another one of Paul's letters, Ephesians. So Luke, you got Ephesians 4 pulled up. Yeah, sure. several verses this time, uh, 4, 20 through 24. Let's listen in on kind of what got us started yesterday on the sermon. Yeah, here's the word of the Lord. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'll come back to you, Luke. Adam, uh, just think about the whole sermon. If you could put the whole thing just in a, a sentence or two. As you prepared this week, um, what were some of your big takeaways? And then, Luke, I'll come back to you. Same question. Yeah, no, it, it is just the, this idea. I think one of the things that um, it really probably doesn't even come out in the message, but it's kind of just something that lurks behind it is um, to not be satisfied. Hmm. Um, so to not settle for average um, and to say – I, I want to see growth in my life. And, th- and this, this comes, remember, if you, uh, if you heard last week, if you didn't, just from a conversation with young men um, looking for, hey, yeah. how do we get the most out of life? Yeah. And I love that you said that, that you said, I don't want to just be um, status quo. Yeah. I, I, want, I want the best. Yeah. How do I become the best? Well, God needs to transform you. Yeah, because like, I, have, I have never understood the just being okay with where you are. I've, I've never understood. I've never, and I'm not talking about godliness, you know, and contentment, you know, those kind right. of things. That's sure. not what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm talking about um, just like settling. I, I've just, I've, mm-hmm. I've never understood that. Um, like I remember having conversations with, with people, they were talking about a team that they were trying to lead and they were work working with like, you know, I, I just have a whole bunch of, I got a bunch of fives. I don't know how to make it any better than a five it's like well if you got a bunch of fives then let's try to stretch them and can we get them to sixes mm-hmm. can we get them to six and a half yeah um you know and if you put a whole bunch of fives together can we make the total output a seven uh, yeah. you, you know what i'm saying yeah. but it's just like we just being satisfied and just like i i've never understood just like i just want to be okay 
Um, you know, and it's whatever you do. It's like as a speaker, I want to be the best communicator that I can possibly be. That doesn't mean I'm going to be the best one. Right. I just want to make sure that I maximize everything that God has given yeah. me. Yeah. You know, on the basketball court, it was like yeah. I knew I wasn't going to be the best player on the court. But right. Can I ring out mm -hmm. as much of ability that is in this yeah. body right to the point where i don't feel like i left anything on the court yeah yeah and so that's really kind of the drive everybody sets it. out to be a basketball player that's like oh man i can't wait to score four points a game on 20 shots and have five turnovers right <laughs> you know yeah. like can't I wanted, wait to win I that be eighth grade three-point yeah. champion i just yeah. you know it's it's always just about can i be a little bit better um than i was yesterday and can i just continue and that's transformation is i think where we get, and we're a little off topic here, but where we can get is this idea that we want transformation to happen overnight. Yeah. And what we forget is that it's those daily decisions that we make day after day after day after day that is what allows transformation to take place over time. Yeah. Yeah. You make your choices and then your choices make you. Yeah. Yep. And so every day, whenever you're faced with a decision, which is multiple times oh, a day, absolutely. You, you aren't just making a decision. You are actually plotting the course for who you're going to become in the future. Yeah. This, this morning I woke up at 5.08. Right. So I had the, the opportunity to make a decision. Yep. Am I going to get up out of my warm bed <laughs> and start the pot of coffee, let the dogs out, get them fed, start the morning routine, do the readings and those kind of things? Or am I just going to lay here and scroll through Instagram uh, scroll mm -hmm. through Twitter, see what if I missed anything overnight, mm -hmm. check email, and, right. you know, then get out of bed mm -hmm. at 6 o'clock later. Yeah. I got up. You know, some days I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right. it's, it's the, the, that's, those are the choices that we're faced with every single day. And mm -hmm. um, to keep going in the right direction, we've got to keep making the right choices. And that's how transformation takes place. So that's kind of an under yeah, did, thought. Did, uh, did this verse, is this verse in the, the message to uh, Ephesians 5? Make the most of every no. opportunity. No. So that one's been on my mind just because of other things. Yeah. But that's it comes the very next chapter after this verse Luke just read. Yeah. But yeah, that idea of just depending on which uh, translation you use, it's either uh, make the most of every opportunity or make the best use of the time. Correct. Um, and that's kind of the idea too. So yeah. uh, Luke, any other thoughts on a big takeaway from the message for you What as you read it? Yeah, I think, I think we'll eventually get there. Um, one of the things that, I don't know if this is the biggest takeaway as much as it was just what I ended up thinking about the most was Adam, whenever you were talking about um, how one of the ways that we're transformed is, is through temptation. Mm -hmm. um, the last place in scripture I thought uh, you would have ended up was it would have been Galatians five. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, so I'm kind uh, of through the spirit. Yeah. yeah through yeah, the spirit. Uh -huh. And I'm just thinking through that and reading through that. And that's kind of the first, first time I'd ever thought through um, yeah. kind of, I, I guess the antithesis of, the positions that you're put into yeah. to become the fruit of the spirit. And so yeah. uh, that was probably what I, what I chewed on the most. And I thought yeah. that was really helpful and really good insight. Yeah. So appreciate that. Wow. I wish it was original with me, but it's not. <laughs> the, um, the holy Christian plagiarism. I don't know that that was plagiarism, but no. it was definitely inspired. No, I'm just. <laughs> so uh, one of Paul's patterns, like apostle Paul, as he writes in many of the new Testament letters is Kind of the first half of the letter is theology. Yep. This is all about God. Yes. This is what we need to know about God. God, God, God. And then, and then moving to the second half, here's how we live it out. Right. Um, why do you think Paul does that? Why is it so important? 
because I think he also wrote, doesn't uh, Knowledge Puffs Up? <laughs> yeah, Knowledge Puffs Up. It's because it, th- these are some big words right here, but um, you can't have good theopraxy unless you have good theology. Yeah. So you're not going to practice. Is practice, practice. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to practice the things of God unless you know the things of God. And right? so you, it's the, the, the opposite is true. Correct. You won't have good uh, theology without theopraxy. Correct. Yep. You, so you have to act out. It's two sides of the same coin. Correct. Yeah. It's almost like, to use a sports analogy, if you just go shoot a free throw however you think you need to do it, probably not going to look good. Right. But you've got a coach that tells you, here's the theology of a free throw. Then you can practice it yeah. a million times. Mechanics. Make, make sure you use your legs. Visualize it going through. Follow Beef. through. That's what I was taught. But I also Beef? only made the C team in eighth grade. But you won a three-point contest. I did. Good one. I mean, I was, so I what the, would that be? So it would be uh, balance, balance eyes, elbows, eyes. Elbow, follow through. Follow through. Okay. There you go. I mean. I would have thrown an extra half in there, and I would have said feet, too, because your foot alignment matters. The thief. all right so that's important get that order right Mm -hmm. and then adam you described the three-step process uh that paul used here is throw off the old self Mm -hmm. then you let the spirit renew your mind Mm -hmm. and then you put on the new self Mm -hmm. so uh talk a little bit about about that just flesh it out yeah um you know what does that look like so throwing off the old self is probably exactly what it sounds like so behaviors, stop doing, stop doing things that you, you did before you were a Christian um, and just you throw them off. Those uh, in Colossians, he uses a, a um, clothing metaphor mm-hmm. like they don't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a new person. And so that stuff doesn't have any place in you anymore. Uh, renew your mind is going to be about just where your thoughts going. What are you thinking about? Um, where are you? Where where is your mind directed? Mm-hmm. And um, that's a, whenever we think the thoughts that God wants us to think that is what allows us to put on the new self because we're being renewed from the inside out. Yeah. And so then new behaviors do, and that goes back to our theology, theopraxy. Yeah. I think that emerge, I think that the, the second point, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes is the one that kind of, kind of hangs because if you, if you think about number one and number three with the clothing analogy that Paul uses, well, we, we can get dressed. Like we can change clothes in two minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. You take off your clothes, put them in the laundry basket, you put on the right. new new clothes. Um and and amazing that that's symbolic of you know what yeah. what we're called to do in Jesus and that we're clothed with his righteousness, but the but the stuff that's tough is the spot in two. Yeah. It's like letting the well, spirit actually renew our thoughts and attitudes. That's the transformation part that takes time. And I think that's probably why so many of us fail. Right. Um is because um number one Throwing off your old self is about behavior modification. Mm-hmm. Two is the renewing of your mind. And so you can only behavior modify for so long. Mm-hmm. And so to truly begin a new direction, you do have to change your thoughts. You have to change the pattern of your thinking and yeah. those things. And there's, I mean, that's so much uh, neuroscience just built into that uh-huh. of, you know, you can change your behaviors, but to really, really change and put, create, become something new it is you've got to renew your thoughts because you've been digging trenches, literally been digging trenches in your brain for so long. Mm-hmm. You've got to create new pathways uh, for that. And so um, Paul is laying out theology and neurotheology all at the same time. Yeah. And even just s- several phrases there in the chapter four and five of Ephesians is like, stop lying 
mm-hmm. but then uh, tell the truth to one another, yeah. right? Um, stop stealing, yep. but rather do something useful with your hands. Yep. And so there's always a take it off, but put something else on yep, because right. of the new thoughts, yep. how the spirit has renewed your mind. Like mm-hmm. it's not just, I'm going to stop lying and I'm going to tell the truth. It's, Hey, the, the spirit is a spirit of truth mm-hmm. and right. God is a God of truth. And mm-hmm. the longer you think on that, that's why you act. Yeah. Completely. It's, it's, so. it's just as simple as replacement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm replacing old sinful habits with new Christ-like habits. Well, one, one thought popped into my head a while ago, the parable that Jesus tells about, um, somebody who cleans their house, right. you know, it's metaphorically of the, the demon. And then since it's swept clean, seven more come back in. Yeah. Um, so it's, you, you got to replace it with something good. Yep. So <clears throat> cool. Anything else um, in the sort of the message part before we talk about some transformation in four application points, anything else to throw in there? Let's roll. Let's roll. All right. So Adam, I love you used um, four T's. <laughs> That was fun. Alliterated. Um, first word. Oh, man. I didn't catch that. You didn't catch it. Way to go, Adam. And I guess it's five because every one of them begins with transform. Transformation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's Mr. T. That's exactly uh, right. Mr. Turner. <laughs> he dotted the I's and crossed the T's on this one. <laughs> Definitely crossed the T's. Okay. Transformed by truth. That's the first point. Um, let's flesh it out. Obviously, uh, we're going to scripture mm-hmm. a lot, but let's just talk practically about just how we get scripture in our life, what that looks like. Um, you talked about scripture specifically in the in the message and kind of went there a, a lot. But you also talked about grateful for, mm-hmm. prayer. So just, yeah, talk about those for a little bit. Scripture, grateful for, prayer, other ways to get truth into your mind. I think it is just making sure that the, the right input sources are coming in to our, our mind. And so... You know, using your start of the day, this idea of am I starting off? What am I starting off with? And um, just what's going into my mind first? And so those things matter. Um, Like that line you said, we metabolize what we meditate on. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And so it's that's just what ends up being a part of our of our system. And so it's just where we fix our our thoughts and we want to be thinking about things that are true. Scripture is obviously one of those things. Um, gratitude is another thing because there are always things that we can be grateful for. And um, then thinking about uh, the truth of there are people, um, there are things in our lives that we need to be seeking God over. And so um, those are just some ways to, to kind of keep your mind focused. So uh, this might be re uh, a repeat for some, but for others who maybe don't know the grateful for um what I'm trying to say that just the verbiage of that, yeah. um, explain just what that is, uh, and then how to, how to do it just real yeah, quick. It, so real quick, it is that every day you just write down four things you're grateful for. So it's a, a pun. Yeah. Grateful for four, four, things. grateful yeah. for four, if you need it like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just literally four things you're, you're grateful for. And do they all have to be super spiritual? Nope. Sometimes it can just be like the other day I was, um, just grateful because as I was writing those down. Um, our, our three dogs in the house were just like playing, just yeah. like having a blast in yeah. front of it. And it's just like, I'm just grateful I've got three dogs. I mean, that's just pretty cool. One so. of my recent gratefuls was for the giggling of my daughter mm-hmm. because she also had the hiccups and it was super cute. She couldn't stop laughing and then it would cause her to hiccup and that would mm-hmm. cause her to laugh again. And then yeah. that would cause her to hiccup. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Or a cup of coffee yeah, or a coffee. coat on a cold day. A coat on a cold day, man. Yeah. Good. Love it. Um, you really see that play out. I just, I, I love Romans twelve two, mm-hmm. um, but if you if you track kind of what happens 
with the mind in the whole book of Romans, it's actually kind of kind of cool because in Romans chapter one, you've got Paul detailing what happened. Uh, and it is that um, people became sinful. And so as a consequence, God gave them over to a debased mind. Mm. So the mind that he gave us doesn't work the way that it's supposed to work. Um, and then you get going through the gospel presentation in Romans and it's like, okay, chapter three, verse 23, we're all sin. Um, you know, chapter uh, six, 23 for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And so in chapter six, should we keep on sinning? Um, even though we've received grace? Well, absolutely not. So, so you see like this, this kind of like gospel presentation and we're the salvation that we're, we're experiencing is described in like the earlier chapters, chapter eight, there's now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, but it isn't until chapter 12 that he's talking about the renewing of your mind. And so this like is a really, really prolonged process of, yes, you are like, you are saved. You're not condemned, but this transformation that is going to take place is going to take place over time. And it's going to actually help whenever you do not pay attention to the, to the grain and to the flow of this world patterns of this world all of the media that we consume, content that can sometimes overwhelm us, but whenever we actually lean into the transformation that the Spirit wants to do in our in our yeah. mind, in our hearts. Yeah. I know um, one one book that I uh, I picked up, I didn't finish the whole thing, uh, but just called The the Common Rule. Justin Whitmull Early is the author. Um, just kind of some modern-day practices for how to keep God and, and others, the love of God and the love of others, um, just on the forefront of your mind. And one, one phrase he used was scripture before phone, that he made a commitment every day. Scripture would come into his mind before anything on his phone. Yeah. So, cause he was, his story is he was, uh, and still is, um, a lawyer. And so he would always have these emails or clients or other, you know, um, companies l looking for him and that he, right. he, they need his attention and he's, he's tempted to just start working at 6 a.m. It's like, no, I'm going to not. <laughs> Scripture right. has to come before phone. Yeah. And so um, also I love hear what you said, Adam, though, not to make it so legalistic. Right. That it's like how many minutes a day, how many days right. a week, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And because sometimes I think we can um, lose the God of the Bible by reading the Bible that God gave us. Right. Um, and make the Bible our goal instead of God our goal. Yeah, because so. you can turn it into a should mm -hmm. instead of a, an ought. Or, a, sorry, instead of an, an ought instead of a want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a way to say that. Yeah. yeah. So, transformed by truth. Um, yeah, that's great. Bible, grateful for. Uh, prayer. Yeah. Any other life hacks to do those well in our distracting world? I'll, I'll make a just a real quick observation. In, in, a, in a world mm -hmm. to where we are consistently having to question, um, is this news true? What is going on here? Is this really what happened? Yeah. Um, it is good to know that there is somewhere that we can go to that we can go, this is true. Mm -hmm. And let me fix my thoughts on what it, I do know to be absolutely true. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not going to necessarily remove fake news and misleading headlines and all those other things from our lives, but um, it will inundate us with uh, things that we know to be right. Yeah, good. The second way we were transformed was, you know, sounds counterintuitive through temptation. 
So Adam, help us understand what you were meaning uh, with this. Just how are yeah. we transformed through temptation? Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly who I remember saying this first, um, but in preparing for this, I saw it in a couple of places. It was just the idea that um, it's really hard to say that you are doing a positive thing if you have not been tempted to do the negative. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. really hard to say I'm a loving person if you've never been tempted to be hateful. Correct. Really hard to say that I'm a pure person if you've never been tempted to be impure. Um, and it makes a whole lot of sense because on, until you actually face the adversity of the test or the temptation, you think you are those things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it is through the temptation that you're able to go, oh, no, I am. Right. I am this. I am somebody who is a truthful person because I was tempted to lie um about my golf score the other day or you, you know what i'm saying yeah. it's just like until you've actually faced that difficulty or the uh, temptation it's it's hard to say that you are uh, what you're trying to be and so what god does is he allows us to face um temptations and tests in order to be able to develop i mean being tempted is not the sin correct we know right. this because yeah. jesus was tempted and yet was without sin um, tempted in every way that we've ever been mm-hmm. tempted and will be tempted yeah, and was without sin. And so he passed the test every single time. And so yeah. that's how we know that he was perfectly uh, loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, kind, and good and faithful and gentle and self-control. We, we know those things because yeah. he was tempted to be the opposite of all those things. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what, what God does. And so he uses this, he, his spirit uses these things to grow um, our lives and transform us. So in the sermon, you uh, used the illustration of teachers mm-hmm. testing Correct. their students Correct. Uh, because a good teacher tests their students. Yes. So, Luke, what other life illustrations do you think could help us understand how we could be transformed through hard things like temptation? I mean, the Bible, on the one hand, says God doesn't tempt you, right? So that's not what we're talking about. But this is right. temptation, and then the next point, troubles. It's kind of like different kinds of adversity. Mm-hmm. So sure. what other maybe life illustration could help us or what other, what else would you say about temptation? Well, I think, I think I always, uh, on the other side of anything tough, you're going to be better. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, if you're, if you're looking for life illustration, um, the first place my mind went to was, um, was, uh, health and gym and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah, you'll be, you'll be tested or tempted or you'll go through the trial of, sore muscles mm-hmm. um, so that your muscles become stronger. Yeah. And so transformation happens in similar ways where we are going to be tested. Um, but when we work ourselves through that and overcome that, then um, we'll be stronger. And so there's even a, a part of this, a part of this is like, there's a part of this that almost encourages us to embrace the tests when they come mm-hmm. and not to wish them away. Um, because the test might really be from God trying to do something in our lives. And so we want to, we want to maybe think about what it looks like to embrace them so that he can do something in our hearts and minds to, to make us more like, look more like him in the, in the long run. That's right. That's right. And so just the reminder again, Adam, you said this in the sermon, but, um, temptations do not come from God, Correct. but God does use them to make us stronger when we rely on his spirit. Tests sometimes do come from God, though, because like a good teacher, you said, yeah, um, they they make us stronger. Or a good coach, you know, yeah. they they run drills for us, or I guess make us run drills. Um, so, isn't it crazy to y'all that in in the New Testament, in the Greek language, that the word test and tempt is the same, same word? Yeah, I mean, so it is 
Mm-hmm. It is just a mind bending mm-hmm. as you start reading like James one twelve, I think mm-hmm. is what it is. And, and so it's just, God, obviously he does not tempt us because there's no evil within him. Right. Yeah. I think, so I would, I would say this, that the intent yep. is huge. And we talked about this last night in the homemade class, the last one for this series, um, the Bolins were teaching just about struggles and it was about pain. And he put a chart up on the screen at one point that kind of told the difference between what is suffering and what is evil. And intent was a huge difference. Like suffering is to be expected, but evil is unexpected. You know, suffering, um, suffering just kind of happens, but evil is intended. And so Satan, when he throws things at us, is intending to harm us, um, but God's intention is way different. Yeah. It's to make us stronger. And and that goes back to the teacher illustration. Mm-hmm. Is So whenever Satan puts a quote-unquote test temptation in front of you, his intent is for you to fail. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants. He wants for you to fail, to not succeed. He wants you to give in and to... Um, be drug away from God's plan for your life. God allows tests and <laughs> in our lives with the intention of he wants to see us succeed. He wants to see us um, grow and become the person that he has in store for us to do. And so that intent thing is 100% um, exactly the difference between the two. Yeah, I love this line you used also talking about temptation. Why resist mm-hmm. tomorrow what you can eliminate today? Mm-hmm. It's a great question. I remember um, when when, uh, when P90X got big, yep. I bought the box, you know, yeah, 13 years ago or whenever. Yep. Uh, and I remember Tony Horton on there. He's like, get the donuts out of your house. Throw them out. Right. Because, like, if they're there, you're going to eat them. Right? So why would we? Especially if they're intimate. <laughs> exactly. It's chocolate so, donuts, man. It's a good um, so why would we keep the temptation there and just yeah. rely on our um, yeah. like willpower tomorrow yeah. when we can just well, throw in the trash? I'm going to say no to this tomorrow. I yeah. think I think that that's what Jesus is getting at whenever he says if your if your eye causes you to sin, gouge yeah. it out, and if your hand yeah. causes you to sin, cut it off. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hey if if I know that I'm tempted to um, look at something on my phone in my room, well then I'm not going to keep my phone in my room. Like I'm going to cut yeah. the hand off or. Or I'm going to delete that app. Right. If I'm phone, tempted to general. feel to feel angry um, because of something that I saw on social media, yeah. then mm-hmm. I'm going to get rid of social media. Like we're yeah. cut, we're making it making it harder for yeah. those temptations to yeah. come up in our lives. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on that quote? Yeah. No. Do it. Yes. <laughs> eliminate eliminate things today. You know, uh, kind of where you are weak and. Um, where maybe you're naturally prone to to doubt God or yourself or his love um, or the best life for you. Um, and so eliminate those temptations today. So number three, transformed through troubles. Adam, you talked about Joseph, the biblical character way back in Genesis, long, long time ago. Yep. Um, one of the most impressive characters in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. What part impresses you the most of his of his story? That he forgave his brothers. Because <laughs> you got four brothers, I got four brothers. Man, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that it's it's just his long faithfulness. Yep. I mean, we're talking twenty four. I can't remember if it's twenty. It's, it's like twenty two years, I think. Yeah, or like that. from the time he's thrown in the pit until the time that 
Um, he's at the right hand of Pharaoh, and uh, that's a that's a long time. And he could have nursed grudges, and um, he could have just given up. He could have, I mean, there's so many things that he just could have given into, but he didn't. And so I think he's just a, uh, it's his character. It's just a great, um, it's just a great inspiration uh, for us to be able to, to, to follow. Yeah, he's one of the few that there's really not any negative thing yeah. said about him. I mean, when he was young. A little arrogant. Yeah, maybe a little say he arrogant. was arrogant or prideful. Naive. Um, but he was 17. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's not hold that against him. Well, he's hold on. I wasn't, I wasn't at all arrogant when I was 17, Josh. Come on. Yeah. I had enough for all three of us. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love this too, Adam. It transformed through troubles. You gave this. I felt like I was going back to algebra class. Yeah. If A equals B and B equals C, C then A equals C. Yeah. So here's the equation. Uh, let me get this right. Growth equals change. Correct. You can't change, change without growing. Right? Change equals loss. Correct. Yep. Therefore, loss equals pain. So growth equals change. Change equals loss. Loss equals pain. Oh, therefore, growth equals therefore, pain. Therefore, growth sorry. equals I left, pain. I left one out. Yeah. 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 So that's another way to flip the script yeah. and yeah. talk about just our pain yes. to see it as a growth opportunity. Well, we know this because yeah. um, everybody has had shin splints. <laughs> yeah. Growth is pain. <laughs> it hurts yeah. really bad. Osgood schlotters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Slaughter, yeah it hurts it's really bad. Yeah. So you're huge. You're tall. Did you get like <laughs> He's major... talking to Luke. He's not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you could only see. Yeah. Uh, did you get bad shin splints during yeah. the puberty yeah. years? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. There was uh, there was a, about a year and a half where I shot up, um, I shot up from about five ten, five eleven to six four, and mm. in a year and a half, and uh, that year, that year and a half, like that was hard. Yeah, my shins hurt every day, um, and playing two sports in that time yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like it was it was it was pain <laughs> um, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Um. Well, you're married to Tristan, so what are the bones in your shin? What are those bones? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I can't remember. Let's just say the fibia and the tibia. Yeah. I know the knee are bone in your arm? to the shin bone. <laughs> okay. Those are two bones. Transformed uh, through troubles. That equation, yeah, that equation was great. And, and what you kind of said is just the sooner we learn this formula, the, the better. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a John Maxwell line that I love. Um, and before I get to the line, he just basically says that everything worth having in life is uphill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we know this. It's going to take work. It's going to take effort. It's going to take trouble. It's going to take pain. It's going to take these things to get uphill. Um, but in everything we desire in life is up there. But the problem is, is that we have uphill aspirations and downhill habits. Yep. And so it is learning to see chain, uh, pain as in trouble. It's one of those things that's like, it is worth it mm-hmm. to keep going through this because what I want is up there and you can't go uphill pain-free. Yeah. And so you talked about our culture, things like addiction, mm-hmm. uh, television, busyness, yep. numbing the pain some, some way, mm-hmm. just trying to ignore it. 70 hour works week, work yep. weeks, uh, overeating, pornography, drinking pills. Yeah. Um, we just, we try to avoid the pain yeah. and in some ways that's unique to, I'm not going to say just America, but a lot of Western successful countries, because you go to a lot of places in the world and they just expect to hurt. 
they expect pain. They expect hardship. Yeah. So some of that could be, could be good for us. Yeah. So, all right. The last one transformed over time. Um, so what's something you were doing five years ago or you're doing today rather that you weren't really doing five years ago? How has time transformed you? So Luke, you would have been 22. You weren't yeah. working here. Yeah, you get I would have been, I would have been 22. Um, which would have, or were you working here? I, I think that would have been 2018. Yeah. So intern year. Um, that's right. Yeah. I feel like in the last five years, um, I feel like five years ago, one of my biggest temptations was to chase a spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the, um, the spotlight is not something at all that I truly desire. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that there's been some, um, some growth in humility. And I think that that's due to, um, rhythms getting more and more in place. I think that that's due to community, um, shaping and transforming me. Um, and I think that like, that's, that's the yeah. word working on me over time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, as a, as a senior in college, I think I was, maybe spotlight isn't the right word. Maybe clout is the right word. Just trying to chase all <laughs> yeah. this clout, the street red. Sure. And oh, yeah. uh, then over the last five years going, Oh no, I just need to be faithful. Yeah. That's chasing all. a platform. Those right. Kind of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Adam, what about, what about you? What do you think? I, I would say that <clears throat> other than golfing. Yeah. Other than golfing, <laughs> dang it, you took it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I would say, uh, for sure that, um, I would go to rhythm talk and yeah. just say that the rhythms that I had five years ago, we're nowhere near to where they are now. And um, so just consistency over time with those things has yeah. made, a, made a huge difference for me. Yeah. So, and I love- so this is funny. Real quick, back on. <laughs> this, is a, this is a confession time again. So <laughs> Rhonda. Talking about. In. No, this is, this is not. has anything to do with her. Um, so I remember. Um, so talking about, you know, spotlight chasing, clout chasing, all that sort of stuff and how the Lord's helped me grow in that. I remember whenever, um, I found like I got this internship to come, um, you know, uh, to yeah. Corinth. I remember saying to people, yeah, I'm going to go be the youth ministry intern at Mark Moore's son's church. <laughs> Mark Moore's son's church. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, I remember yeah, saying yeah. that oh, man. a few times because I was like, Oh yeah, yeah that's that going to make me at sound Ozark, really right? aggressive. People at Ozark, right? Name. People else. at Ozark. So the people <laughs> listening here, you might not get it, but like, yeah, at Ozark. Josh's dad was a professor there for so long, yeah. and a big name, and all that sort of stuff. So I'm over here chasing this clout, going, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go work at Mark Moore's son's church and work with him. And twice removed. Yeah, and it, yeah, everybody's like, "Wow, that's so." We're cool. like, we're like best friends now. Yeah, get his he, autograph. He may actually <laughs> learn my name. <laughs> So that's the kind of stuff yeah, I'm talking about. Is yeah, like it's just silly. That, that was literally not a productive statement to make to anybody no. at all. But it was just the the growth that's happened in that. So mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks. Um, time is. We said this before. We often overestimate what should happen in a day or a week or even a year, but underestimate what's going to happen in five or ten. Right. And so the name of the game really is just like you said a while ago, um, Adam, consistency. Luke, you said it, faithfulness, kind of two two ideas of the same thing there. Um, God is going to do something great um, over time. And so side story kind of relates. Um, Brian Williams was a teacher for Sasha in high school. He's coming in 
um, to speak this weekend at a Providence event, school event. He teaches at a honors college in Pennsylvania, and he has a freshman class that talks about like this incredible life. But then a senior class, it's literally called uh, the ordinary life. Huh. And he challenges them as seniors. And he says, you're, you're probably just, you're not going to be famous. No one's going to know your name. But there is so much value in just living an ordinary life. Mm -hmm. Just faithful, showing up every single day. And that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. That's where transportation. Yeah, long obedience in the same direction. Think, yeah, that you know, came up last week as well. There. Um, yeah, you can't microwave transformation. Right. Um, yeah. Our culture wants to. Um, you know, we, we do everything fast. I'd rather eat I've, out of a crock pot than a microwave anyway. Though, right. So, but yeah. like I've said before, like we wouldn't have lined up and, and made 12 movies called The Slow and uh, Patient. <laughs> the slow you know, it's, it's The Fast, fast and the Furious. furious we, yeah. um, to be honest, they should have all made more than eight of those. Yeah, they should have stopped. But, <laughs> but yeah, we can't, we can't do it fast. Yeah. What are we on? 10 now? Fast 10? I don't, I don't know. I heard I it was know. horrible. I truthfully think I've only seen one or two. I, I think fast five. <laughs> I think fast five was probably the best. Yeah. My guess. Yeah. Um, I'm, I want to repeat just a couple lines you said here at the end of the sermon, and then we'll wrap up with bottom line challenge, that kind of stuff. Um, just the reminder, we've said this before, but growth is gradual. Soul work is slow work. Heart work is hard work, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. It's good work mm -hmm. and it's going to take time. So for all of you listening in the car, on the road, on your walk, uh, parenting young kids, transformation happens over time, mm -hmm. uh, or <laughs> parenting adult children or grandchildren, all of that. Um, keep it up. Hang in there. Bottom line, God's goal for my life is not my comfort, but my character. Mm -hmm. That's a good word. Yep. And then Adam, flesh out this challenge for us. You said it yesterday, but open yourself to the truth. So what are we asking people to do this week? Well, so here was kind of my, my observation that kind of led to that being the uh, challenge. Of the four of truth, temptation, trouble, and time, you really have zero control exactly. over three of those. Mm -hmm. yep. um, you, you could twist my arm and say you got a little control over time, but you don't as well. Not in that sense because yes. you have to wait. Yeah, you have to wait. You can't speed time you up. You can't speed it up. But the one thing that you can do is expose yourself to the truth. Mm -hmm. And so it is straight up a read your Bible sermon Just uh, control, challenge. Control what you can control. You control yeah. what you can control. You can't control how you're going to be tempted or tested. You can't control what trouble and adversity is going to come into your life. You can't control time, but you can control um, your exposure to the truth. And so that's, that is the challenge is to open up that Bible um, at least four times a week, and Sunday morning counts as one. Yeah, it counts when the, when the pastor is using the Bible to preach from. Yeah. <laughs> and it, we do. And so. we do. And so that means uh, through the math, if I did the math right, that there are uh, 56 days left in the year, 55 whenever you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's, if you're that's eight weeks, so if you're going to try to hit that number four every single time, that means 32 times you need to have the Bible open before now and the end of the year. Mm -hmm. If you come to church on seven of those <laughs> eight weeks, then that means you've got 26 days that you need to engage with the scripture. Mm -hmm. So I just laid it out. Read the book of yeah. John. That's 21 chapters. Yeah. And then read the book of James Love it. right after it. And that's cha that's five chapters. Yeah. So that's great. That's kind of just a Chapter simple. A day. A, yeah. 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 
Cool. So, there we go. And Love of course, it. if you're already here to help, in, if you're already in those types of rhythms, um, you can always just re reframe a little bit. And, and yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say do more because that's yeah. sometimes what we struggle. Continue. Just continue. Just continue. Um, and, and just remind yourself of that. So, yep. all right. I got a game for us to end on. Halloween was Tuesday, so we're going to have a Halloween candy bracket, which is the best candy. Ooh. It's going to be rapid fire. we got to be fast because this is a 32-team bracket. Oh, wow. We're going to go fast. I can't even name 32 candies off the top of my head. So so what? give me the rules. What are we doing here? Well, So is this a collaborative effort to where we're just – a collaborative effort. Between and the three you, of us, we are ranking I'll, – I'll do the tiebreaker if you guys can't agree. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Kit Kat or Airheads? Oh, Kit Kat. Kit Kat. All right. Although airheads are good too. <laughs> Candy pumpkins or nerds? Nerds. Nerds. All right. Starburst or Tootsie Rolls? Starburst. Starburst. Uh, Jolly Ranchers or Hershey bars? Hershey. Hershey bar. Okay. Butterfinger or bottle caps? Butterfinger. It's a butterfinger. This is, I mean, what did you is, say? You said, I said bottle caps, caps yeah, there. It's definitely no. butterfinger. It's definitely. Uh, bottle caps are and awesome. I, yeah. You just put but you. <laughs> I, had to, I had to add the ER there because I was abbreviating and just the B-U-T-T, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now and laters or peanut butter M&Ms? Peanut butter M&Ms. Uh, what are now and laters? Yeah, so there you go. So peanut, peanut, bad, peanut yeah. M&Ms, yeah. yeah. Okay, Sour Patch or Candy Corn? Sour, Sour Patch. Patch. All right. Blow Pops or Snickers? Snickers. Snickers. Nobody's uh, got time for a Blow Pop. No. Reese's Cups or Pop Rocks? Reese's. Pop Rocks. Reese's. Yeah. Uh, Almond Joy or Skittles? Skittles. Almond Joy. Skittles. Boom. There we go. Junior Mints or Swedish Fish? Junior Mints. Junior Mints. Yeah. Twizzlers or Milky Way? Milky Way. Twizzlers. Gross. Milky Way. (laughs) M&M's or Smarties? M&M's. M&M's. All right. Uh, Whoppers or Double Bubble? (laughs) Whoppers. Whopper, 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 Whopper. (laughs) Reese's Pieces or Ring Pops? Reese's Pieces. All right. Reese's Pieces. We got several Reese's in here. Yeah. So, cool. They're good. Um, Gummy Bears or Twix? Gummy Bears. Definitely Twix. (gasps) You guys are more on the chocolate than uh, I am. Yeah. Kit Kats or Otherwise known as right. Kit Kats or nerds? Kit Kit Kats. Kats. All right. Starburst or Hershey Bars? Starburst. (sighs) Dark chocolate Hershey over Starburst, but milk chocolate, not. Yeah, that's the the problem. So, so, Starburst. Starburst. All right. It's going to get beat later. Don't worry about it. Butterfinger or peanut butter M&M's? Peanut butter M&M's. Peanut butter M&M's. I do like those, even yeah, though I'm not a big peanut butter right. fan. Sour, uh, sour Patch or Snickers? Snickers. Snickers. Definitely. All right. Reese's Cups or Skittles? Skittles. Reese's. Reese's for me. <sighs> yeah, I'll be the tiebreaker. the rainbow. <laughs> Junior Mints or Milky Way? Mm. Junior Mints. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Junior Mints? Yeah. Okay. I, mint and chocolate was one of my, is yeah, one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. M and M's or uh, Whoppers. See, I don't like M and M's. Yeah, there are so many M and M's and Whoppers are like. Yeah, they were up against M&M. a lot of these other character like candies yeah. that yeah, we've already lost. I had no uh, rules. To, I just yeah. no, it's fine. M and M. Yeah, we'll go M and M. Yeah, All right. Commercials are funny sometimes. M and M's. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Ring pops or Twix? No, you said Reese's or Re- pieces. Reese's yeah. pieces. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go Twix there. Yeah, I'll go Twix. Oh, but only left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. it's We're at the, what, eight left now? Uh-huh. Yeah. All four right, finals. Kit Kat versus Starburst. Kit, Kit Kat. Kat. Final four. All right. Peanut butter, uh, M&M's, 
or Snickers? Peanut butter and M&M's. Snickers. This is tough. I could eat a three-pound bag of peanut butter. I love the peanut butter M&M's, M&M's, man. Those are dangerous. Okay, Okay. Reese's Cups or Junior Mints? I'm sticking with Junior Mints here. I think I would, too. Okay. Because unless it's like the pumpkin one or the Christmas tree one of the Reese's Cup. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. See, this is so weird to me. because I wasn't expecting Junior Mints to be in the Final Four, but here we are. I like peanut butter M&M's. I don't like peanut butter and chocolate. As a combo together, so like, I don't like so good there. Really good. So it's yeah. like the peanut and M M&M and M I like, the, but the peanut butter and it, chocolate I don't. I don't know. This is, this is a classic matchup right here, though. M and M's or Twix? Twix. Go Twix. All right. Yeah. Peanut butter Twix. <laughs> I feel like I All feel right. like the bottom right was definitely the the, the weakest the part weakest of the one? of the tournament. <laughs> That's the Southwest. All right. So <laughs> Kit Kat or peanut butter M and M's? Peanut butter M and M's. I got to go Kit Kat. Kit Kat's my favorite chocolate bar. Yeah, I'm not as impressed. No. Peanut butter M&M's in the championship. All right. Junior Mints or Twix? Twix. I'm staying with Junior <laughs> Mints, man. I, Twix is my all-time favorite candy bar. Uh, Twix are for So kids. now we have peanut butter M&M's or Twix. Peanut butter M&M's. Peanut butter M&M's beats Twix. All right. So according to all the sources, peanut butter M&M's are the best Halloween yeah. candy. So we made that through with very few bad food takes from Luke. That was great. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. not too bad. How, how has God transformed you over? Yeah, God is transforming <laughs> All right. So if you have peanut butter and M&Ms, we'd love to have some because we like them apparently. Actually, no. Keep them away. Because <laughs> keep we're, them away because we're trying to be transformed. We're trying to be. too many. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enjoy that Halloween candy, especially if you had kids. You get to share it with them. You guys ever Wonderful. seen the uh, dad text the uh, Jimmy Kimmel yes. videos? Yeah. Take oh, your yeah. Halloween candy. We had all yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. My sister and brother-in-law did that, I mean, several years in a row after that. It was funny. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was it. That's a wrap. That's week two of searching. Uh, Week three is next week. And so, as always, we hope to see you there um, in person, especially, and bundle up. I guess it's cold now. So Don't forget to say, oh, wait, no. They were supposed to set their clap max. Yeah, we're past that. We're past past, uh, daylight saving time. That was a couple days ago. If you forgot to set your time back. Yep. You made it. Yep. You're probably okay. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until then, as always, we, uh, we love you, we like you, and we hope you have a great week.